Welcome to Ancient Works, the Bible study podcast from Red River Ministries. We invite you to get your Bible and a notebook and join us in the study of the Word of God. If you are not able to follow along in your Bible for some reason, that is okay too. We go verse by verse through the scripture we are studying. It is our hope that this Bible study will encourage you in your walk with the Lord. Now, on to today's study. Hello everyone and welcome back. I invite you to take your Bible and turn to John chapter 13. We are going to move forward in our study of the discourse between Jesus and the disciples in the upper room just before his arrest. We will begin reading in verse 36. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to come once again to your word to learn of you. Teach us by the Holy Spirit the things you would have us to learn. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now, last time we were together, we looked briefly at verse 33. Let us go back and read that again, because it has a direct connection with verse 36. John chapter 13, verse 33 says, Little children, yet a little while I am with you. You will seek me, and just as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, Where I am going, you cannot come. Now look at verse 36 again. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter, who conveniently looked over the new commandment, love one another part of what Jesus had been talking about, got a little stuck on what Jesus had said. In verse 33, Jesus told, it, told his disciples, Where I am going, you cannot come. And here, in verse 36, Peter asks him, Lord, where are you going? We have to remember that the disciples were still looking for an earthly kingdom. They were still hoping that Messiah would come and rid the world of everything that would stand against the people of Israel. They were sure that Jesus was the Messiah, so they were ready for him to set up his throne. That is why they were confused when Jesus told them they could not follow him. They thought that Jesus was going to set up his kingdom and that he was not allowing them to go with him. So Peter, being the outspoken one of the group, asked the question, Lord, where are you going? In other words, Peter is asking Jesus, if you are going to set up your kingdom, where are you going to set up that kingdom? Let us know so that we can go with you and be with you in your kingdom. Well, Jesus, sensing his motives because he is God in the flesh, tells Peter something that is a little off-putting if we do not understand what happens to Peter later in his life. When Jesus tells Peter that he cannot follow him now, but he will later, 
He is telling Peter to watch what happens because the things that are about to happen to me will happen to you as well. We see Jesus telling Peter about this again in John chapter 21, verses 18 and 19. He says, Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. And when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, Follow me. But our good friend Peter is not going to listen to Jesus here in verse 36. He is going to go into the next verse and continue to protest. Verse 37, Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Peter wants to follow Jesus everywhere that he may go. Well, Peter does not want to be left out of the kingdom that he thinks Jesus is about to go and set up on the earth. He even goes so far as to make a rash vow saying that he would die for Jesus. What Peter failed to understand is that Jesus was not talking about going to a place here on this earth. Jesus was talking about going to his own death and then back to the Father. I wonder how often we do that ourselves. I wonder how many times any of us, all of us, have made a rash vow to the Lord when we do not know the plans that he has already set in motion. I can think of several times in my own life that I tried to bargain with God. Something along the lines of, Lord, if you help me with this thing, I will do this other thing for you. For you. However, God knows what he has planned, and it is rarely what I asked for. But it always turns out better than I wanted it to. That is what the disciples are facing here. Even though Jesus has told them multiple times that he must go and die, but he would be raised again, they are still unwilling to accept that now is the time for that to happen. Some were not even willing to accept that it would happen at all until the time came and he actually died. Jesus, who knows what is going to happen, answers Peter in the next verse. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. Jesus looks at Peter and asks him, Would you really die for me, Peter? Remember that this is Peter, the man who stepped out of the boat in the midst of the storm to walk walk toward Jesus on the water. This is Peter, the man who confessed Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God, and was told, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. Flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. This is also Peter, the man who took his eyes off of Jesus and began to doubt and then sink in the water he was just walking on. And this is also Peter, the man who, when confronted with the possibility of Jesus going to his death, spoke up and said that it should never be, and was told, Get behind me, Satan, you are a hindrance to me. Here we have Peter once again saying something that sounds absolutely wonderful, but Jesus gives him the biggest reality check in the history of reality checks. 
Jesus not only questions Peter's rash vow of being willing to die for him, but he also goes so far as to tell Peter that he will deny that he even knows who Jesus is before the rooster crows this very night. Not only will Peter deny Jesus, but he will deny Jesus three times. What is interesting about this event is that it is one of the few events that all four of the Gospel writers records. To stay within the record we are reading, I will read the account of John. However, for reference, you can read about Peter's denial in Matthew 26, verses 69 through 75. Mark fourteen, sixty-six through seventy-two, and Luke twenty-two, verses fifty-four through sixty-two. So, if you can flip over a couple of pages to John chapter eighteen, we will start reading in verse fifteen. Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Since that disciple was known to the high priest, he entered with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter stood outside at the door. So the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out and spoke to the servant girl, who kept watch at the door, and brought Peter in. The servant girl at the door said to Peter, You also are not one of the man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now the servants and officers had made a charcoal fire because it was cold, and they were standing and warming themselves. Peter also was with them, standing and warming himself. Now here we will skip down to verse 25 for the ease of reading and following our narrative. Verses 19 through 24 have to do with Jesus before Caiaphas. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself, so they said to him, You also are not one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter again denied it, and at once a rooster crowed. Jesus had told Peter that he would deny even knowing who he is three times before the rooster crowed that night. Luke says that when Peter remembered that Jesus what Jesus had told him, he left there and hid himself away and wept bitterly. Peter was heartbroken over his denial of Jesus. Only hours before he had said that he would follow Jesus to death, and now he has denied knowing Jesus three times. Oh, how quickly we pass judgment on Peter, though. How quickly we use Peter as a scapegoat for our own inadequacies. Yes, it is true that Peter denied Jesus. However, it is also true that Peter's heart was broken by his sin. It is also true that Peter repented at some point of his denial of Jesus. How do I know this? Well, Peter was gathered with the others on the first day of the week when Mary came and told them that the tomb was empty. Peter and John were the first of the disciples to go to the tomb when they heard that it was empty, and Peter went into the tomb when John stopped at the door. Peter was the first to see the burial clothes that were empty and the napkin that covered Jesus' face that was folded up and left to the side. 
Peter was the one who jumped into the sea to swim to shore when Jesus met them in the morning beside the sea. It was here after they ate that Jesus turned to Peter and removed any doubt from Peter's mind about himself and his calling. Let us read that passage since it goes along with what we have been studying here and makes a great ending for this study. So once again, flip a page or two to John chapter 21, verse 15. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him the second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after this he said to him, Follow me. See, we see here the redemptive arc of Peter's life being played out. Before Jesus died, Peter denied him three times. Now, before Jesus ascends into heaven, he gives him a command, the same command, three times. Jesus is telling Peter, yes, you denied me three times, but I know your heart. I just want to make sure that you know your own heart. It is a great reminder to us that no matter what we have done, even if we have denied knowing who Jesus is, we can still be redeemed back to him and used for his purposes. After this encounter, we see Peter standing up on the day of Pentecost, preaching to the masses and telling them they must, they must believe and be baptized. We see Peter and John going into the temple and healing a man who was lame. We see Peter later going to Cornelius and opening the door for the gospel to be taken to the Gentiles. We see Peter speaking up and reminding the other apostles how the gospel came to the Gentiles when Paul was facing opposition in his ministry. Peter pens two of the letters we have in our Bible, and they are great reminders to us of the power and work of Jesus Christ and who we are in him. Peter also had a friend named Mark who sat down and wrote out the stories that Peter told others about his time with a man named Jesus of Nazareth. These stories are what we now know as the Gospel of Mark. Yes, that same Peter who we saw denying knowing Jesus is the Peter who did all of those things and more. At the end of his life, 
Peter, after everything he had done, still felt unworthy to be crucified in the same manner as Jesus. So he asked that his cross be inverted. There he died outside of Rome on an upside-down cross because he no longer denied knowing Jesus. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we can come to you no matter what we have done and we can repent of our sins. We thank you for the lives of the men and women who have gone before us that we can look at as examples. Help us by your Holy Spirit to become examples for future generations. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Ancient Words, a Bible study podcast from Red River Ministries. We would like to invite you to go to our website, www.redriverministries.org, for more information about the ministry. You can find links to our books, blog, store, and many other resources on our website, as well as a link to donate to the ministry. Also, if this podcast is a blessing to you, please leave us a review on whatever app you use to listen to us. This will help others be able to find us in those apps and be a blessing to them as well. Thank you all, and may God bless you.